All right, in this episode, I am going to be humbled for thinking that I was the hardest working athlete on the planet. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Welcome to the Sea and Land Fitness Podcast. I am your host, Michael Sano. Um, this podcast is brought to you by Sea and Land Fitness. Head on over to www.sandlfit.com and pick up some hats and stuff like that. Um, but that is not the most important reason why I've got you guys in front of me today. Today, I have an esteemed guest, uh, a senior for Florida Gators softball, Avery Gills. Avery, welcome to the show. What's going on? How are you? Hi, thank you for having me. I'm good. No, it's it's wonderful. I'm really excited. I am super excited. And um, before we get too far into the interview, so when I was researching players, uh, so so I have a very non-scientific way of doing it. So I'll go down the list, basically. And you were at the top of the list. Avery was the, did you know that on the roster, on the website, you were the top one on the roster? And yeah, you did. Okay. So I went and I clicked on it and I was like, oh, wow, she looks awesome. I'd love to have her on. But she's got this like serious John Wick face going on where she's like holding the bat and she's like, and then, so let me, and it, there's an Instagram link. So I went and checked out the Instagram link, total opposite, total opposite. It's like going to SpongeBob's Instagram because you are just smiling from ear to ear. So that is so tremendous. Uh, wow. Um, welcome to the show with that Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself tell us your position um i already said you're a senior but tell us about yourself okay well i will say i was at the top of the list because my number's two that's the only reason i was there. <laughs> so it wasn't any other reason but um so i play first base in outfield i'm left-handed hitting and throwing oh, wow um, I would just say in the past, my sister played for Florida softball. She just graduated last year. Okay. So yes. Really big in our family. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about your family because then I went and put in a, you are like a ghost on the internet. So you yeah. look up other softball players and you can find all this stuff about them. ESPN, this yada, yada, yada. You're kind of under the radar. Why is that? Um, one thing is I, I'm not super big into social media. There's like a couple of times where I kind of would post a lot more, but I kind of try to stay off of it <laughs> for the most part. Um, it's just my own preference. I mean, I'll like check up on people, but other than that, I don't really use it as much. Um, That's a safe bet though. And with being an athlete and a, you know, a public figure, 
That's probably a good thing. You're probably like a coach's dream, right? <laughs> as far as social media. I I don't know. I mean, our coach is okay with it, especially with the NIL stuff. He kind of wants us to try to find new opportunities. So. <laughs> so Coach Walton has really bought into that. That's that's cool. That's really mm -hmm. good. Um, I watched, and it doesn't. It's not your year when you were there, but I watched the program. Have you seen it? Oh, the with the three on episodes. Netflix? No, on uh, <laughs> on YouTube. It's and I can't remember. It's SF or something like that. Softball something, but it goes over. Uh, and it does an expose on the Florida Gators. Um, and it, there's a lot uh, of your coach. So what's what's your relationship with the coach like? How was that? Oh, it's good. Because He's that'll, yeah, that'll feed into how you wound up there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a lot of fun to be around. Um, he's really good at motivating us and just the way he runs his practices. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Well, I heard they're like mini boot camps and they are, you got, he's, what did he say? I don't want them to fear games. I want them to fear practice. <laughs> I mean, he does do a lot of stuff in practice that makes it almost like more pressure than you'd have in a game. So it kind of like makes it so the game wouldn't be as much pressure for you. Cause it's like, well, I did that in practice already. So <laughs> no, that's excellent. That's a great mm -hmm. philosophy. Now you are from, so the thing that I did find on YouTube had pretty much your entire family in it. It was, um, before you were draft, uh, before you were, uh, not drafted, um, signed committed. to play for committed. That's the word. Yes. <laughs> um, before you were committed and it has your dad who was a, uh, 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 uh major league baseball player. He played, and, uh, college baseball. He played college baseball. Okay. Well, tell him I, I gave him a promotion. Yeah, um, <laughs> and tell him I'd love to have him on the show, him and your mom, because I okay. guess your mom's also a, a, a college softball uh, yes. alum. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, big shoes to fill. Wow. <laughs> and your sister, who mm -hmm. was, where did she play before? Not that this is at all about, this is about you. Don't worry. Oh, I have no but... problem talking about this. <laughs> All right. Good, um, good, good. My sister played at Mississippi State for two years, and she actually mm -hmm. redshirted one year because she got hurt, and then she transferred to UF. Go Gators. I, yeah, I, I'm a little kind of, yeah, there's a couple. Of, I <laughs> even have a Gator softball up in the top, so I'm representing everyone. Um, so from that video – is why the intro was the way it was because I, I'm a baseball fanatic. So I was in the military for 10 years and did all kinds of stuff. Um, and never really got to follow the path of baseball. Um, and then my eyesight kind of went and I got this eye surgery and, um, very recently within the past year, I got a T I got a GT, one of the really nice, nice GT, the protees mm -hmm. and I go into the backyard and I hit balls against the barn and my wife says like what are you a professional t-ball player now and <laughs> no I'm not but I'm out there a lot and I think that you know my work ethic is pretty intense but then I watched the video and apparently you guys were out there 
do I have this right? You guys were out there till dark. And then anything your sister did, you had to do. So, like, what is your, what's your training like? I mean, prior to even getting to Florida. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, before I was at Florida, it would be a lot of, like, travel practice was Monday, Wednesday. Like, Monday was normally hitting, and then Wednesday was our team practice. And that was just like mainly because you couldn't really get everyone together every day just because we didn't all live in the same area, but we were pretty close. But so every other day, it was pretty much like what we wanted to do. I'm really lucky. I had a, we called it the barn. We still have it, but it had a batting cage in there. And oh man. <laughs> yeah, it was super nice. So I got to hit whenever I wanted to. And then field wasn't too far away. So my sister was always big on the field work. I was more like, I just want to hit. <laughs> so that's how, <laughs> that's how I got out to the field a lot is because of her. So that's kind of how, like, we got going every day. <laughs> no, that's excellent. That's awesome. Like, um, and you played for Lakewood Ranch, which is down. Where is that? That's in Clearwater or near no, Clearwater, Tampa area? It's closer to Sarasota, Bradenton. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's like there's a community now. It's called Lakewood Ranch. So it's it's growing. So I, some people know it, some people don't. But. No, that's okay. My, uh, my brother, my dad, and my aunt, they all live in Clearwater. Um, mm-hmm. And... Yeah, so when I when I heard Lakewood Ranch, but now it says I read your, and I'm probably gonna slaughter this. You're from Mayaca City. Is that a real like? Oh, I really. So I did. Mayaca. That's Mayaca. Really, really close. Really close. (laughs) Oh my gosh, where the heck is that? It's just um, it's east of Bradenton. Um, It's like a really. It's a small town. It's more like farms, but I wouldn't say I live. It's more like country, but I live in a neighborhood in the country. So we Got have it. like six acres, and it's really nice. Oh, yeah. It's 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 like the suburbs. Six acres? <laughs> Jeez, man. That's awesome. How many fields can you put out there? Um, <laughs> it's a great question. We have a wiffle ball field. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. Um so, all right, so when and how did you get into softball, and was that the only thing that you were into? Did you play any other sports? Okay. Um, I mean, softball kind of, I was just raised on it. I mean, my mom played softball, but my dad plays baseball. So it's kind of like from a young age. I mean, I didn't play t-ball, so I probably started actually on a team when I was like seven. Oh, wow. And played from there on out. I mean, growing up, I, I played I mean, I did gymnastics. I did soccer for a while. I ran track. Um, <laughs> basketball one season, that really wasn't my thing. <laughs> uh, I tried golf. Like, I did a lot of things, but I really settled it on softball pretty young. Oh, man. Yeah, I played football for one month. And then the first game we had, the ball was snapped. I ran the wrong way. My dad <laughs> left the game. True story. And then I, after I, I was looking for him and he said it was so bad, I just had to leave. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So I kind of, yeah, um, you had a much more supportive athletic upbringing than I did. So that is sure so cool, time. though. 
<laughs> yeah, so I had a bus to go home. You, you were probably the they were probably your ride. So yeah. there you go. Um, so when did you? And I know your family is, you know, baseball and softball. Was there always sort of the the funnel that brought it down into you specializing in that sport? Yeah, I would say so. It was just kind of something that we were both good at from a young okay. age. And I think that's kind of why we stuck with it. And I just really enjoyed the game. And it's always like, it's fun to enjoy when you're good at it. So <laughs> I think that's kind of why. <laughs> no, definitely. Now, that piece that came out on YouTube, that was when you were in high school. Um, now, what was that like? So you're in high school. Yeah, there's social media and people are becoming not necessarily famous, but you know, some posts that individuals in your class had, you know, would have a, Hey, did you see what so-and-so did? But nothing probably like, unless they were, they were an athlete who was being looked at nothing like what that video probably produced visibly in high school. What was the pressure of something like that? And how did you deal with something like that? Um, I'm sorry. Can you ask that again? I had a phone call. <laughs> that's kinda, okay. Like, blocked you from me. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. So in high school, um, you know, popularity is paramount, um, whether you buy into that or not. Um, and people are on social media, want people to see their posts. And then something like what you had comes out on YouTube where people come specifically to see Avery Gels and talk about her successes. Did you feel like that put a lot of pressure on you? Was that something you could just put to the back of your mind as noise? What was that like socially? I would say- Didn't expect that one, did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Um, I would say it kind of sometimes made me a little uncomfortable getting that kind of attention when I'm not huge on that. Like, I'd rather just play. And you can talk about it, like, outside of me being there. But it, it was a really cool experience. It was just kind of weird, you know, having a camera on you at a team practice when it's more like, okay, get everyone. <laughs> Don't just put it on me. <laughs> no, definitely. Um, were your parents helpful? Because it, it seems like your parents are really grounded and down to earth. Mm -hmm. Were they helpful in you dealing with some with, with that kind of stuff? Mm -hmm, definitely. If it was something that I was uncomfortable with, they would, especially like going through the recruiting process and anything where I had an interview, like they were always there, like right behind my shoulder, making sure that I was comfortable with it and giving me advice going through it to make sure I didn't like say the wrong thing or be too nervous about it going into it. No, that's excellent. Now, speaking of that recruiting process, how did that go? Why did you choose Florida? Were there other offers? Um, I can probably imagine why you chose Florida. Go Gators. Um, yeah. We're part of a cult. Dude, we are part of a cult. It's so creepy sometimes because, like, people will write this thing, make sure that you uh, replace all the toilet paper in all the bathrooms, uh, 
sincerely so-and-so go Gators. And <laughs> it's like, wh- why is that there? It, we're in a cult. We're totally in a cult. But um, how wh- how did you make that decision about going to the Gators? What other offers did you have? And yeah, how, how did your parents help you? How did you deal with the process? And how did your parents help you deal with that process? I'll try to summarize this, but like quick side story. Growing up, I was a Florida State fan. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! Sorry. Yeah. Hi. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I, I wanted nothing to do with Gator stuff. But this is like, <laughs> I'm like eight, so I like chose. It's okay. That, <laughs> that was what where I wanted to go, and so going through the process. I mean, I did have other offers. I was interested in Florida State and. Like, I still think that they're great people there. I just, I came here. I fell in love with the environment. I went to like, a couple of football games, and I was like, wow, this swamp is legit. Like, this is a really cool place to be for a football game. And then just getting to meet all the players at the time that were there and Coach Walton. And at the time, there was other assistant coaches. But I just, I really love the environment. And I was like, this is this is where I want to go. I like told my dad on like one of my visits here. I was like, dad, I want to go here. Like, this is the place I want to be. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. And how was the interaction? Where, did, did the University of Florida feel the same way? Mm-hmm. Was there some convincing that had to be done? Where did they see you in their roster? Did they see you as a good addition or someone who is going to lead the team sort of you know what what did they see for you at Florida so I was pretty young when I committed I was a freshman in high school so oh wow (laughs) yeah I was pretty young um I think definitely saw me just being on the field all the time because I I was a really good hitter I, I am a really good hitter and uh, ah, I the good old he, days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think he just really saw me making an impact here. And I will say, like, going through the process, I did open myself up to schools. Like, I wasn't just, like, Florida State. Like, once I came here, I kind of, like, was more open to, I was like, okay, do I really have to go to Florida State? No. Like, I can be a Gator. Like, there's not too much of, like, a I have to go to Florida State. <laughs> No, no, I get that. Okay, um, now you've committed, you've gone to the swamp, you've seen the intensity of the swamp. <laughs> you had most likely gone to a couple of softball games, and you probably found that that intensity isn't just at the football games. Um, it's across the program. Um, I'm sure the badminton team has some rabid fans. Um <laughs> What was it like with the pressure of stepping up to that next level? Mm-hmm. How did you deal with that? Were were the psychological skills and tools that you used to prepare for for games in high school, which was at a high level, you know, if you look at it nationally, what was it like then stepping up? Were you able to use that or did you, were you able to use those tools or did you have to adopt a, an entirely new skill set mm-hmm. mentally? <laughs> I will say um, a couple of things I had to adjust with was going in as a freshman, they had all the like COVID people coming back. So I was mm-hmm. an 18 year old going and playing with a 23 year old. 
and like oh, if wow. you look at that they're like two different like aspects of your life like they're very much like a lot more mature and I'm just a little kid that kind of came in <laughs> so that was that was a little bit of an adjustment because it was kind of like trying to figure out how to talk to someone that old and relate to them in some way because they're your teammate now they're like your sister you got to play on the field with them and then going from um I would say the crowd didn't really make a difference to me because I've always been pretty good at like zoning that out or if I do hear something I'm using it as motivation I will say in moments of failure that's where I kind of had to adjust because I was having a little bit more of it than I was used to and we had a lot more games than I did in high school. And in travel ball, you had games, but you'd be off for like the week and then you go play again on the weekend. So I had time to kind of like mentally reset myself, go work in the cages and get myself feeling good again. Whereas I could have a bad game and I'm playing the next day and I got to get over it. Like right now, there's not really much you can do and just kind of like mentally be strong through it. And I think that's where I had to make an adjustment because I was focusing on my failure a little bit too much and it was affecting my play because my confidence was going down. Who helped you get through that? Who helped you um, deal with those anxieties over fear of failure? Um, I'll say Coach Walton did help me with it and Coach Thomas and then just big on my family. (laughs) My dad and my mom and my sister were just there for me, just kind of like reminding me of who I was and what I've done. And they're like, you're not going to lose that. This is who you are. And just trying to help me get my confidence back up and get through it. No, that's great. Reinforcing that you deserve to be there. Mm -hmm. That basically. Um, All right. That's awesome. Um, Now out of all of that, and it doesn't have to be a collegiate moment, but what is your most memorable and impactful moment uh, playing sports? What's the one that pops into your head? I have one where I was watching, and it was just like a really big, like heartfelt moment for me. So it was my sister's team. I was playing on it, but I was kind of more like I was like a twelve-year-old playing up uh, just to help them out. So I was more of like a pinch runner maybe like a late hitter in the game kind of thing and it's mm-hmm. national championship game wow. and zero zero and my sister was up there's a runner on third and she got the hit that scored the run that made them win the national championship one nothing and so just being her sister sit like watching that happen like just so much like joy and like how proud of her I was just to be there and like be on her team for that moment It was really, really special to me. You are literally one of the most beautiful people I have ever (laughs) spoken to because most people would have adopted a moment that was about them. And that was the most selfless thing I have ever heard. You are such a rock star. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, Your folks are blessed to have you as their child that's so great oh man your sister is such a piece of garbage compared to you no no, i'm just kidding no 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 no. i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no i'm trying to i'm trying to antagonize that sibling rivalry just kidding just kidding 
Everyone yeah. else would disagree. She is like a gift from God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, all right. That is awesome. There's only one more thing that I really want to cover. And that is, what do you do? What's your training regimen? Um, what's your training diet? And I'm not trying to like, you know, pick it apart or anything mm -hmm. like that. I'm just trying to give people, you know, hopefully people who watch this as an inspiration, examples of things that they can do. Um, what's your rest recovery cycle and where did you get all this information from? Okay. Um, I'll say here we have a workout program. So that's kind of where I base a lot of it on is just going to weights, going to a run. And there'll be times where if it was like an arm day, I'll go out and run on my own just because I enjoy running. I know a lot of people don't, but I find it very, like, I come back after just feeling really good with my body. Um, and then outside of, like, season, I would go to workout places, and they have, like, a plan for me, and that's kind of what I would do then just to make sure my body stays in shape and maybe if I have any, like, lagging injuries, get some recovery on that. And then interesting, I have a whoop. <laughs> it's whoop oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There you go. And that's, where there's I a plug. Of... <laughs> shameless, shameless plug right there. Yeah. This is where I look at my recovery and just seeing if I need to get more sleep and how much strain I put on my body that day. So that kind of helps me, which I almost treat it as a competition because even like some of my teammates, we have like a little community group. So I can see their mm -hmm. strain, I can see their sleep, and they like put it in rankings. So it's like, okay, well, I want to be first. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe I need to run a little bit farther to get my strain up, or <laughs> I need to go to sleep. Oh early. my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then I will say, like for my diet, I'm someone mm -hmm. that kind of just I need to keep putting on weight. So I'm a little bit more of I kind of just eat what I want to eat, <laughs> just to try to like get my weight up, and then. If it's comfortable, got so much. <laughs> It'll My go son, I have a 19 year old son. He's also at the University of Florida and he goes remotely. You too, man. What is it? I, I eat something and it's like my wife will come over and go, Yeah, wow. Uh, thought about <laughs> exercising at all? Thank you, dear. Love you. But you too, I mean, geez, it's so. Fr well, your dad's skinny, I saw from the video. So. Man, go on. I'm sorry. You can eat uh, whatever you want. Well, yes, I still am pretty like aware of what I put into my body. I don't just go eat like three burgers a day. Like if I'm eating a burger, I'll try to eat something a little bit healthier for like lunch or dinner, depending on how it is. And then even like I try to drink plenty of water. I don't mm -hmm. really drink soda just because I don't really think it benefits me. Um, Started drinking tea because I, I really enjoy tea. <laughs> and then so I'm big on coffee. Son. So coffee's like every morning. So Yeah. Exactly. I, it's it it's like seven o'clock at night and I'm chugging coffee. So, yeah, so I don't know if yeah. you can be a college athlete and not drink coffee. But... Oh my gosh. And, and I'm Spanish and uh so I'll go out and and like exercise and my friend he's puerto rican and he's like wow you really are a hispanic athlete and i'm like why <laughs> you're working out and you have a big cup of coffee and i'm like okay all right thanks one of my teammates you're hispanic too yeah so yeah you're not <laughs> they alone. do it too yes <laughs> good that's awesome um 
and all this guidance, this has just been guidance that's built up over the years that you've gotten from coaches, family, and all that. Mm-hmm. We have, we also have a nutritionist who will help us out too. Like he, we'll go through like every year, kind of like a baseline of what we should be eating and just getting an idea on like how much water we are supposed to be drinking every day and like how much protein, okay. how many fats. So we get an idea and that's really helpful. And then the rest of it's kind of just like what I feel like my body needs and just like some of the stuff that I've looked up and kind of decided that I think this would be good for me. Well, it's funny because there are really weird things that your body does. Like I know if I need, like I'll have weird cravings. Okay. I need a burger or okay. I need pizza. And the pizza is because I either need carbs or the lycopene from the from the tomatoes <laughs> and uh, i'm like well, I, where's a banana i need a banana and it's because <laughs> i need potassium or something like that so you mm-hmm. you start to key in it on what all those things are um that's awesome this has been great this has been a great talk um do you have anything else that you'd like to to tell the audience, your family, people, anyone who's going to watch this? Uh, <laughs> this is a question. I don't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, well, hold on. Say, oh, go on. All I right. You got like, it. Everyone has their own like thing. Everyone has their own way their body works. So like, just because I say something doesn't mean that anyone has to do it because it's really up to what your body feels like doing. And that's just where I've become comfortable with. So <laughs> that's excellent. That's the best advice. Um, Avery, this has been an incredible pleasure. Thank you so much. Um, and if you need anything, reach out and to everyone else out there, Avery goals or gals, gals. I did it. Damn it. it. I wasn't going to do that. Oh, Avery gals. Um, all right, that's it. That's the whole episode, guys, including my mistake with her name. I am forever mortified. Um, but that's the show. Uh, check out CNLand or www.sandlfit.com, and uh, we'll see you next time. All right, later. <laughs> <laughs>